This week, we can talk about some of the popular dishes uh, in Brazilian cuisine and also some of your childhood favorites. Sure. That's challenging because we have so many famous dishes. I think that abroad, right, the most famous dish, well-known dish from Brazil is barbecue, churrasco in Portuguese, but barbecue. But uh, even though the Brazilian barbecue is amazing, I have to say I find it a pity because let me allow me to make a comparison. It's the same of you take the beautiful and complex and it's exquisite cuisine of Japan and reduce it to sushi. It's so unfair to reduce the whole Brazilian food and gastronomy and, 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 and cuisine into barbecue. And unfortunately, uh, in my travels, in, my, in the time that I am, I am living abroad, I just see Brazilian barbecue and it really makes me sad. <laughs> so I find that it's, this is one of my personal uh, goals is to show people that we can do more than barbecue. We have way more stuff <laughs> to show and it's as amazing as barbecue. Uh, besides the, the, the barbecue, feijoada is a very well-known Brazilian dish as well which is a beans and, and pork and beef stew. It's very flavorful. It's, it's slow cooked for many hours to build complexity and create layers of flavors. And it's really fulfilling and, and, and it's very good so tasty. dish. Yeah. What, what do you have that stew with then? Do you pair it with um, uh, uh, potato or, or rice or bread? What, what do you uh, have it with? In general, the feijoada, the Brazilian feijoada, is the main component of oh, the dish. And traditionally, we serve it with white rice, uh, some orange slices, fresh orange slices, and some saute with garlic kale. This would be the, the, the whole composition of a, a, a feijoada plate. Very complete, nutritionally speaking. You have all the flavors, you have acid, you have sweet, you have salty, you have all the, the flavors around it, umami, everything. Yeah. Um, what about some of your childhood favorites that you can share with our listeners? I was such a sweet tooth when I was a child. Uh, in Brazil, my favorite from Brazil is Brigadeiro. Brigadeiro is the simplest, but yet the most amazing and delicious uh, uh, dessert uh, that we have. This is a staple. There is no birthday party without Brigadeiro. Uh, we use Brigadeiro. It's a very sentimental food for us because if you are happy, you eat Brigadeiro to celebrate. If you are sad, you eat Brigadeiro to shoot your pain, so <laughs> to, to shoot your, your, your pain. So it's an emotional, emotional food for us. It's nothing but chocolate truffle balls made out of sweet condensed milk. Oh. Reduce it, it's low cook it and reduce it. And then after it cool down, we roll in little balls like golf size balls and then roll again in some chocolate uh, flakes and you eat it and you binge eat it. <laughs> it sounds so tasty and it's brigadeiro. It was one of the first things that I asked my grandma to teach me how to do. After I graduate on the peeling potatoes and carrots stage, 
I, I told her, I want to learn how to do brigadeiro. And she said, no, but then you have to cook it on the stove. It's dangerous because it's, it's hard to say, no, please. And then I, I remember I, I waited for until I get like eight or nine years old. And then she allowed me to, to operate the stove and cook brigadeiro. It was such a, an achievement the day that I it learned to make so brigadeiro. <laughs> so it's sweet and condensed milk. You cook it in the stove to heat it up. And then yeah, you, you combine uh, sweet condensed milk, a little bit of butter on only uh, the cocoa powder and you just slow cook it until it reduces and get more thick and get the right texture cool down roll the balls and enjoy wow, so <laughs> I was good. so happy because then I was independent I could make brigadeiro to myself I don't need to wait nobody to, to, to cook it for me I could do it and you can make it to celebrate because now yes, you know how to make it yeah. <laughs> um, so why is it so important for you Agnes to bring Brazilian cuisine to Hong Kong to, to, to locals here and overseas it's part of who I am I am Brazilian I am proud of my 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 the land where I was born and Hong Kong itself is quite challenging because you guys here you are so spoiled because you have so many good restaurants around and you have absolutely every cuisine of the world you wake up in the morning I want to have French food and then by lunch you can have Vietnamese food and by dinner you can pick Italian food and you are going to have an assortment of restaurants to choose from so it's challenging I, I think that the Brazilian cuisine deserves a place here as well. And it's really bring my, my roots to yeah. here. Because you also specialize in refined Brazilian cuisine. Because I think during the break before, we talked about how Brazilian food is the whole atmosphere, you know, the whole um, ambiance party mm -hmm. and, and food and drinks. Is it different to the type of... Um, uh, experience that you're trying to create as well. Yes, uh, one of the the courses of the studies that I furthered in my my career was the whole experience, uh, the 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 multi-sensorial experience when you have a meal, right? That I, I can I mention the name of the the, the institution? I I graduated on Le Cordon Bleu, and by these we excite not only your palate by the food, but the visual matters, the sound matters, the smell matters, and it creates a whole experience. Because food by food itself, you can have food anytime. But people nowadays, they are looking for more than food. They just don't want to feel their bellies. They want to have an experience that will create memories. And when they and, and food is something that is very linked to our memories, to our childhood. Sometimes you grab a I don't know an orange an, an orange, orange yeah. that you say, Oh, it tastes like the orange that I used to have when I was a child and I opened my lunch box and my mom packaged it for me with so much love and care. Mo food food is very linked to emotions. It evokes emotions all the time. So by exciting the other senses, we can create a whole experience, which will be unforgettable. 
Yeah, Agnes, uh, you know, uh, from speaking to you, I know that you're continuously learning. You, you keep learning. Uh, you love reading from books. Um, what happened after you graduated in Hong Kong? What other projects have you been up to? Uh, after I graduated, I graduated in Hong Kong. Uh, I I was invited to become a chef instructor at the, the institute, institution where I graduated, which flattered me, of course. And I find myself... A passionate teacher. <laughs> I thought I was not uh, born to teach anyone, but at the end, after having this having this chance, I find myself a very happy chef instructor because I really like to spread this knowledge. I, I, it, it really gives me a lot of satisfaction when I see. A, a student that came to me and say, "Hi, chef, I don't, I, I don't know, not even how to handle a knife properly," and at the end, when they look at the plate that they just finished, they just cooked it, the, their face changes. They feel so capable, and it, it's so nice. I am, I think, I am addicted to that moment when they look at the final dish with that much of of proud that I did it, mm-hmm. and I knew that I was the tool that guide him through this journey to produce that moment that was memorable for them. That's truly so giving of you because, you know, a lot of times this industry is a very protectionist industry. It's about protecting what yeah. you know and sometimes not sharing what you know. Yeah, but Most of the time, uh, knowledge is is money, right? It has a value. And in this industry, it's quite common uh, to see that people uh, hold to themselves this knowledge because it's at the end is it's the asset right and but I, I i don't believe i i believe more on the sharing the knowledge will create more different complex innovation will come from the the, the sharing and combining con- uh, knowledge with other people uh here uh not here only in hong kong but the 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 food and beverage industry itself is uh, it's more uh, uh, a male industry, right? There is not so much female chefs that achieved uh, uh, a relevant position. You, you can see, for example, that female chefs that has uh, that they hold uh, Michelin stars are way in smaller numbers than the men's around right uh and maybe it's my mission as well to try to change it (laughs) yeah why is that i mean where does this unconscious bias come from is it the fact that i mean i think it it goes without saying it's very male dominated industry even from our segment here on global flavors many of the chefs we interview here are male um is it because the whole industry other chefs other male chefs promote male chefs and the cycle continues or is it because not a lot of women enter the industry uh, what's your observation i think that it's a more uh, male dominant and promoted as well and as a instructor what i see i have a lot of girls that enrolls at the school and they are extremely dedicated they are extremely talented and but at the time that they graduate that they are ready it's not so easy to find a job and 
make herself a sufficient income to live out of the kitchen, even though you see they are passionate. On the other hand, I find that this profession, it really requires uh, a lot of personality. It requires a lot of your time, a lot of your energy, even though even a lot of your health. And it's part of the female nature to protect, to have kids, to have a family, to take care of the house. Of course, it's not, a, a, how to say it, it's not... It's not just our, our responsibility, but no, but uh, we still have to take yeah, the time. Yeah, off. yeah, sure. of course, it's yeah. optional. Nowadays, you don't have to have kids if you don't want, and etc. You don't have to get married if you don't want, but it's part of the female nature to nurture. So there is no better place for a female than inside the kitchen. However, when you take this kitchen to a professional level, I don't know where the link breaks and it's not a female place anymore. Because if you think that your, your working hours are so extended, how you can handle your child at home, your family waiting for you at home. So I see that many females give up on this industry, even though they are amazing and talented, because they have to make a choice. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Agnes, definitely food for thought. We, I think we definitely touched on something that we will revisit. It's and super I'll definitely deep, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I really enjoyed talking to you in the last two weeks and for our listeners to learn more about Brazilian food. We can really hear the passion. Um, Agnes Lesser, can you share your Instagram with our listeners once again? Yes, sure. My Instagram is at Chef Agnes Lesser. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you very Chef much, Agnes. Noreen, for having me. It was a pleasure. The pleasure's all ours. Thank you so much. Thank you.